podcast brought to you by the fart cloud that i'm currently sitting in is it mine is it my dog's will i ever find find out probably not (laughs) here comes carlin hey bud he's got his little hello kitty toy that he stole from me that my mom gave to me so um, i hope you're happy with yourself you little selfish sob i'm back in la i just got back from oh canada i had a great time i had a really great time in canada um i was performing at rick bronson's comic strip in west edmonton mall in edmonton alberta shout out to rick bronson and tammy who've always shown me love throughout the years booking me at their clubs across the country across the nations uh adorable people and just supporters of comedy as well as comedy club owners so You guys know what the sound of this is? Sink, sink, sink into the floor. It's the sound of get out right here. I just, it's a bowl of cereal. That's all it is. Great fun in Canada. Um, Thank you for everybody who came out. The West Edmonton Mall is an anomaly. It's a well-built mall. Huge it's it's a massive massive mall it's only two levels which is nice you don't have like 13 you know like in in, in my hometown Syracuse New York there's like fucking four levels on that goddamn carousel mall this only had two levels it's a pretty uh I I think it's like probably one of the largest shopping malls in North America and I think it's definitely on like the top 10 list in the world um, as far as like the total size of the mall, I think it's like the 10th largest mall in the world. I think China has like the top three malls, which makes sense if you consider about all the shit they have over there and all the children, you know, they just, the malls are probably staffed with four-year-olds making shitty socks. <laughs> the way of the Chinese and they're eating dog sandwiches. Oh my God. Don't throw stones at dog houses glass dog houses (laughs) i mean this mall they even had a motherfucking seal they have a seal in this mall in west edmonton mall all by himself he's just sitting there looking at people probably like what oh god damn it carlin jesus christ that was you that was not me this is what i'm gonna get back to this seal in a minute but I had my dogs watched. Okay, I've got three dogs. If, you, if you're just getting into this podcast now, I have three dogs, okay? And if you don't know why, you should probably just listen through to all the podcasts that I've ever done. And you can hear in chronological order how I've accumulated three dogs in my fucking life. Long story short, my dad didn't want one of them and I had already bonded with her, so I kept the fucking bitch. So my sitter watched my dogs and I get home from Canada yesterday morning. You know, I had a 6 a.m. flight. I fucking hate happen, having to set an alarm to wake up. It's one of, it, it, like, to me, the American dream is not having to wake up by an alarm and still being able to pay your bills. Waking up by an alarm, it just, it, 
It sends like a, a vile shock of negativity through my spine and it shoots out of my asshole. <laughs> I just don't want to, I, I want to wake up whenever I want to wake up. But then, you know, if you're on the road, like as a comic, you know, you want to get back home and it's nice to get back home early because then you got the whole day. You got the whole day. So I did an early, early flight and I get home after flying four hours and I walk in. My dog walker had left the dogs at about 10 a.m. I get in at about one. You know, they had a nice walk in the morning. Carlin, my boxer pit mix, had figured out how to get into the cupboard. And he ate a whole bag of dog food. Now, when I say a whole bag of dog food, I mean like a 10-pound bag of dog food. (laughs) And because he'd eaten so much food, he also shit on the carpet. This is a six-year-old dog. This is not a puppy. Six-year-old dog was like, oh, well, there's a bag of dog food. I got to eat the whole fucking thing. And then proceeds to shit on the carpet. That's that's what I walked into last night or yesterday morning. And you know what? I still love him. I still love him. I, I, I didn't scream at him. I just told him that his shit smelled and that I was probably going to die alone. That's what I told him. <laughs> That's what I walked into. It was great, you know? So if for those of you who want dogs, you just have to accept the fact that sometimes they're going to shit on your carpet. And sometimes they're going to shit on your carpet when, listen to me yawning, I still haven't caught up on my sleep. They're going to shit on your carpet when you're exhausted. And, you know, I just laughed. I laughed to myself. I cleaned up his poop and I was like, touche, motherfucker. Touche. And his farts since yesterday have been horrific because he ate a 10-pound bag of food. So if anyone wants to take me out on a date, that's been my life the past 24 hours. But this poor seal in the mall, the whole the, the whole point, there is no point. The seal in the mall just looks so sad. He doesn't have any friends. What? Why Why do people need to look at animals not in their natural habitat? If it's not saving the animal, fuck, it does, does, his name's Pablo. Does Pablo get to go shopping? I mean, does he get to like, you know, does he get to go to the sushi restaurant in the mall? I doubt it. He probably swims around in a small box for his whole fucking life. And then he has to come out and do two shows a day. This guy's like a comedian working in Vegas. <laughs> Him and I made eye contact. I was on my way to go two shows, do two shows, and he was on his way to go two shows, do two shows. I mean, I can't even speak. This is what happens. I gave it my all this weekend. I performed my ass off. And Sunday night, I wasn't completely satisfied with my set. And I worked with Celeste Lampaw and Simon Rakoff. They're both local comedians in Canada. And after my Sunday set, you know, sometimes your set's... They just don't go the way you want them to go. And sometimes the audience doesn't even notice. They can't even tell. But at the end of the Sunday show, I just wasn't satisfied. You know, it's like eating a shitty sandwich. It's like, you know, I'm full, but I'm not satisfied. And so Celeste brought me to a show about 20 miles outside of the mall called Empress Comedy. Small comedy show in a bar. Like, that's the way I came up doing comedy. We did comedy in bars in New York City. Every third bar would have a comedy room in the back. And that's where you get your chops. And so I I went up again after my Sunday show and I got redemption. I felt better. Thank you, Celeste, for pushing me to do that, you cute little Filipino. 
kitten vagina. She says her, her vagina looks like a cute little bowl of rice, little teeny kitten v- vagina. <laughs> her words, not mine. The mall, the mall even had a fucking water park. I stood outside looking in to the water park and I just, all I could think of was like syphilis, like going down that water slide. I feel like I would be just guaranteed to get syphilis. Who wants that twice? Not me. Once you get syphilis, you can't get it twice. You got to get your shit together. And they got the people in the mall. I, I can't, this is one thing I can't stand about shopping is when they have the people who are trying to sell you shit, but they got to rub it on your hands. You know, the lady's like, oh, let me give you a salt rub. What the fuck? You're going to ru- you're going to put a salt rub on my hand in the middle of the mall. What, what is this Thailand? What, what are you doing lady? And then you, she does it and you're like, this feels amazing. <laughs> and then they try and sell you a hundred dollar two ounce salt rub lotion that you end up buying because you're a sucker. I don't want to get my fingers salt rubbed in front of Chico's. Can you back up off me, miss? I tried to not shop. I tried so hard. I remember when I walked in to the mall, I stayed at Fantasyland Hotel. And let me tell you, the it is quite the fantasy. If your fantasy is to spend your savings on sneakers and clothes made in China and food that's going to give you diarrhea, then Fantasyland is your place. Um, the door guy said, you better buy another bag. You're going to need it for all the stuff you're going to buy in there. And I said, I'm not shopping at all, sir. Cut to me on Sunday in my hotel room trying to figure out where I was going to put everything that I bought. I bought a whole wardrobe. A whole fucking wardrobe. And incrementally, across the four days that I was there, I bought a little thing here, a little thing. I bought so much, I returned $150 worth of shit and still had a whole wardrobe. I went. It's like I blacked out. I got high and I just... I went into these two stores. One's called Simon's and one's called Ardeen. And I fucked shit up. Everything I bought was black. I'm going to look like, you know, I'm going to look like a very fashion forward vampire. And, I, and I'm about that life. I'm going to tell you, I smoked weed in the garage and I went and I shopped for my fucking life. <laughs> and the, the, the comic strip is a good place, man. Rick, Rick and Tammy really care about comedy. Rick has a background in comedy. Tammy's friends with comedians. They're not just comedy club owners. They're dope. It, there's one in the Mall of America in Minnesota. And they also have a comedy club in Phoenix. And they're opening one in Jersey because there's going to be a giant mall in Jersey. And they have this one in West Edmonton Mall. So tell your friends to go to the Comic Strip um, and House of Comedy. Those are the two chains that they own. Well, not chains, but comedy clubs. Here, I'll, I'll let you guys listen to a little clip from the show on Friday night from the Comic Strip. West Edmonton Mall. Rick Bronson's Comic Strip.
little fun, huh? You guys got to listen to a little bit of Jesse May on stage. The mall was insane, like I said. Like they they literally had a knife store, like a fucking knife store. Like if anybody walks into a knife store, the stranger danger, tackle them. Just just take them out. I don't care if it's your grandma embarking on a culinary journey. Fucking tackle her at the door. They had a water park, Syphilis Central water park, and, and a shooting range. They had a shooting range in the mall. like a, a knife store, water park, and a shooting range. It's like a hillbilly family reunion in this fucking place. And in this mall, in West Edmonton Mall, there was a piano bar next door. And after my show on Thursday, I went over there by myself. I like to go out by myself sometimes. You know, it, it, people... I feel like people judge people who are alone, like at a bar or at a restaurant. You guys think, oh, so sad. Oh, so lonely. Look at Cheryl all by herself drinking a martini. How depressing. Nobody loves Cheryl. Meanwhile, Cheryl's like, fuck everybody. Cheryl doesn't even want to talk to her fucking sister. Cheryl just wants to sit and not say anything. Cheryl's a boss bitch. Okay? And by Cheryl, I mean me. <laughs> I love you, Emily. I always want to talk to my sister, but <clears throat> I went out, chilled, had a glass of wine and listened to these dudes play the piano and they took requests. And I realized that I'm not meant to give requests at a piano bar because I literally requested Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Rihanna and Eminem. <laughs> they were like, is fucking Dr. Dre here? And I was like, yes, right here. Dr. Cheryl Dre at the bar alone. Get to the Kendrick Lamar right now. Can you please play Drake for me? One dance. So good. I think it's called called Aussie Aussie Tune or something like that. That was the name of the piano bar. Aussie. Let's see. I'll Google it right now. Aussie. Aussie Rules. And funny story. Rick Bronson actually opened that particular piano bar. And he went up there and he sang, Hey Jude on Saturday night after my shows were over. So that was a treat to see that Jew sing Hey Jude. Um, but happy belated Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. You guys get one day and then you go back to being unappreciated whores. Um, I hope you all had a good time out there. I hope people bought you stuff. You know, I, I FaceTimed my mom. I walked around the mall and FaceTimed her and told her about all the sweaters she could buy. There's a store just filled with sweaters. I was like, Nancy, you got to come here with me next year so we can re-up your sweater game. Uh, pretty, pretty exciting sweater stuff going on here. <laughs> my mom, if my mom could survive on three things and three things alone, it would be shawls, sweaters. That's one thing. Boxed wine and law and order. That's all she needs. That's it right there. Bam. Nancy doesn't need much of anything else. I probably should tell you guys where the fuck I'm going to be this week. Texas, Fort Worth, Texas at Hyenas Comedy Club, Thursday the 18th, Friday the 19th, and Saturday the 20th with my homeboy, Justin Martindale, who's been on this podcast a couple times. We are going to be performing live at Hyenas Comedy Club in Fort Worth. Come see your girl. Come party with us. And then we've got some more dates coming up here. I'm also going to be at... um. Cabot Comedy Club on in, in Chicopee, Mass on June 1st, Thursday. 
And then Saratoga Winery on June 3rd, Saturday. Then June 8th, 9th, and 10th, they'll be in Dallas um, at the Hyenas in Dallas in Plano, Texas. And then um, I'll be in L.A. for a while then working on my new podcast. I'm still going to be doing Sharp Tongue. Sharp Tongue isn't going anywhere, I've decided. Going to keep her gonna keep her i'm gonna be starting hilarious real soon have a production company working on it right now um we're getting everything put together very excited we went to the dispensary last week to look at the space and uh build out a studio there and i'm i'm super excited about it we're gonna get into the marijuana industry a little bit gonna talk about really interesting things gonna talk about you know science and stars and aliens and sasquatch and you know native americans and the mating habits of dung beetles gonna have my dad giving some advice on there um we're gonna talk about marijuana history gonna talk about growers and showers and people who've quit marijuana and why people who've started smoking marijuana and why gonna interview doctors who were on the medical marijuana tip before anybody else was it's gonna be marijuana centric but if you're not a smoker you can enjoy it as well how about that okay um I, I realized something about myself when i was at the airport on the way back there was this lady about my age 20 huh, at the airport with her two babies two teeny cute babies and i couldn't stop staring at them and i was like oh fuck oh great is this when nature is going to start stressing me out about procreating I got three dogs. That's not enough to shut it down. Maybe subconsciously that's why I have three dogs. Because I'm just trying to trick nature into thinking that I'm a mom. Look. Look, I've got something to feed and take care of. In nature, she's a smart smart bitch. She's like, nah, No, bitch. I need something to suckle your teats to be satisfied. And you do too. We both know you do. I'm not saying I got baby fever. But let's just say I stared at this lady's baby a little too long. To the point where... You know, she started staring at me like, what is wrong with this chick? And I, you know, I just, I had that stare like when you're kind of paying attention, but you're not, but you're hungry. <laughs> it's not like I was hungry to eat the baby. I think my reproductive system was hungry to grow a baby. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't know if I, I really don't know if I want children. I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure about it. I'm not sold yet, but that baby in the airport definitely made my reproductive system a little hungry. My ovaries were like, oh, give me a meat sandwich. I want to eat a little baby. That's what my ovary said to me. I, you know, I found out some really sad news over the weekend that made me almost cry. Um, John Stamos has a girlfriend. Uh, yeah, he's got a girlfriend. It's official. Uh, him and I have broken up. <laughs> <laughs> she is absolutely adorable i can't even hate he, she looks like disney's version of pocahontas that's how that that that's that's the best way i can describe it if like somebody tried to make um pocahontas whiter like she's she's just and, and that's not why she's beautiful she's not beautiful because she looks like a white pocahontas i'm just describing her to you she she looks like Native American. I don't know what she is. I haven't looked into her because I, I don't want my soul to die anymore. But he tweeted a photo of him dressed up like Tigger and her dressed up like Winnie the Pooh. And my soul died. 
And he put the quote, any day spent with you is my favorite day. So today is my new favorite day. Happy birthday, babe. <laughs> and a couple days before that, on, on Mother's Day, I had tweeted, I retweeted what he um, wrote about his mom. He wrote a, a very sweet note to his mom on Mother's Day. And uh, I thought it was adorable. And then I found out he had a girlfriend. You know, I probably wouldn't have tweeted that if I found that out because I think it's really selfish of him to not let our love at least grow and flourish. No, he's da- he's she's 31 years old. John Stamos is like 105 and I, he's 53. He's 53. He looks fucking amazing. See, that's what happens to men. You guys get older and you just, you're distinguished. Women get older, we become fucking witches. That's what happens. So enjoy it. Her name is, um, uh, let me see if I can find her name. Uh, Caitlin McHugh, 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 Caitlin McHugh. <laughs> I can't say her name. I don't want to say it properly. She just turned 31. John Stamos is 22 years older than her. And my heart just crumbled up and died. So I hope that makes all of you fucking happy. I, I hope that you guys can find peace in your day knowing my life is ruined because John Stamos decided to cheat on me, even though we've never been together and he has never met me really in real life. I mean, a couple times, but he knows who I am because he favorited my tweet. I, I, I said that it was so sweet what he wrote about his mom and he favorited it. But then he went, he wanted to, you know, stab my heart. So he put a picture up of him and his girlfriend just to let me know, like back up. And, you know, I'm going to start staring at him the way I stared at that baby at that airport. I want to eat. I want to eat everybody. (laughs) This podcast is just about entertaining myself is really where it's at. Uh, I started watching 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. And I think it's great. You know, it's very the actor. The main actor is he's so talented. Uh, He definitely makes it so much better because his acting is amazing. The whole cast is amazing, really. But it's just, you know, it's if you haven't seen it, um it's it's it, it's centered around a girl who kills herself. And these tapes that this whole school has to listen to, well not the whole school, but these kids involved in her suicide have to listen to. And here's my thing. Like I get it, like in each episode you listen to like one tape or you get through two tapes or he he does, I should say. And so there's a whole bunch of tapes so that you have to keep watching it because you're like, what are on these tapes? I need to know what the fuck is on these tapes. And so I binge the show. My only problem is if I can binge the show, why can't this 15 year old binge these tapes? I mean, if a girl died, I wouldn't leisurely listen to the fucking tapes. I would smoke a blunt and binge on them for hours until I figured out what the fuck is going on. I basically would do to the tapes what I'm doing to the show, but I've been spacing the show out because... You know, I, I don't know if I want to know what what's on those tapes. And maybe that's why he's doing it the same way. <laughs> but Kate Walsh is in it. I love Kate Walsh. A, a cast of people I've never seen before. The main actor's name is Dylan Minette. Minette? Minette. Dylan Minette. So talented. So damn good. I recommend it. Just just to just to watch what everybody's watching, I'd recommend it. It's it's interesting. Um, and I rewatched one of my newer favorite creature feature horror movies it's called stung 
And it's on this app. I, I couldn't watch Netflix in Canada for whatever reason. So I have this horror movie app called Shudder. And this is not a paid promotion. Um, I found Shudder from Facebook. And I signed up for it. And it's available. It seems like it's available everywhere. It streams horror movies, thrillers, supernatural. They have everything ca- uh, categorized into various um, genres. And it, it was available in Canada. So I watched Stung on it. If you guys haven't seen Stung, I highly recommend it. Especially if you like creature features. And if you don't know what a creature feature is, it's basically... basically you know, like Creature of the Black Lagoon, Cloverfield. Well, Cloverfield's a little bit more of like kind of science fiction. Anything with a creature in it is a creature feature. They tend to be a little campy. Um, uh, Zombievers was a creature feature. This Stung is just super entertaining. They have a really good cast. And again, it's just another example of if you have good actors, the main actors, Matt O'Leary and Jessica Cook, two pretty unknown actors, uh, that, but Lance Henriksen is in it as well, who's in a shitload of stuff. Um, they, they carried it. You know, it's a silly plot. Like these wasps, these giant wasps come out of the ground and sting the fuck out of everybody. And it all, and just people start, you know, I don't want to give it away. It's very entertaining. I would recommend maybe, you know, smoking a blunt or drinking a 40 and just enjoying a little creature feature for yourself. And, uh, Shutter app. I recommend Shutter app. Totally unpaid. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should make them pay me. I'll have my production team hit them up, but I'm just, as a fan, Shutter is dope. So, and you know what else is dope? Dope. And it's about time for me to go and smoke a little and enjoy my evening because I've got a busy week ahead of me. I hope you guys are going to come out to some shows, yo. Come out to some shows, yo. Come see yo girl. Fort, Fort Knox. (laughs) Fort Worth, Texas this weekend, 18th, 19th, and 20th at Hyenas. I'm going to be at Chicopee Mass, June 1st at Cabot Comedy Club, Saratoga Winery, June 3rd, Carlin just farted, and then I'm going to be at uh, Hyenas in Dallas in Plano, Texas, June 8th, 9th, and 10th. Come see me. I love performing. I do meet and greets after every show, and you know, live your lives. Live your truth. Treat somebody good today. Treat yourself even better Eat something healthy, smoke a blunt, and think of me. You guys are amazing. I love you. I love you. I'm gonna pop some tags. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm hunting, looking for a comma. This is fucking awesome. Is that your grandma's coat?